Hello, my friends. I'm Kira Misi, and this is my podcast, Finding Rainbows, on an ordinary day where we dive into the ordinary looking for the extraordinary. Because, well, life is hard, but if you look close enough, you will find the rainbows. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Finding Rainbows. So, I have to say that jewelry is such a gem in my life. And no pun intended, but it really is a rainbow to sparkle and shine in something that is so unique and special and designed with love and magic. And I have to say, my next guest knows all about this. Artist Heather Stone, jewelry designer extraordinaire from Stone Vintage is here today. And I have to tell you, she's taking the most familiar materials and reimagining them into the most magnificent pieces, one-of-a-kind jewelry designs, sourcing materials to upcycle and create something really new and special. I have to say, I've already bought a few pieces of my own and gifted a few of her beautiful jewelry designs for myself and friends. And I have to tell you, now it's your turn to meet the creative behind the magic. So, Without further ado, welcome jewelry designer, artist, Heather Stone. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. So I know before we began today, I said to you how much I just love, love your jewelry designs. They're just so unique and special. I know it comes from your heart. So I have to start with the most obvious question and That is, how did you come up with the idea to upcycle materials to make jewelry? Um, Yeah, so it's kind of an interesting story that began in 2017. I went through a wildfire where I lost my home and my jewelry business that I had just started um, earlier that year. Um, So I lost everything to the fire in Southern California. And then I was very lucky to receive this huge donation of vintage jewelry supplies Mm -hmm. um, from like a retired jeweler. Um, Most of the pieces were from the 60s and 70s. And there was just like all these little scraps of um, just like little vintage chains and pendants and things that had never been used. And so this is what I had to begin a new business with. and. I just thought it was really unique, like everything was coming out one of a kind. And and then I realized that um, this was a way that I could actually have an ethically sourced jewelry business Mm -hmm. because I had been talking to some colleagues, other jewelry business owners about like where I could get ethical gems and metals and stuff. And they, they weren't very supportive because they thought that you couldn't really do that as a jewelry business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I wanted to find a way to do that because I I was not okay with buying gems that were like from child mining, child labor in Africa and mm-hmm. destroying the earth and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got really excited that I could do that with vintage gems and vintage metals instead. That is an incredible story. I had no idea. I was just ogling the gems, thinking how beautiful they are and how creative you are. And 
truly you rose from the ashes to bring something really, really beautiful to the world. I mean, kudos to you to come back from such a tragic event to um, creating magic is what you've done. Thank you. You're very welcome. So I have to ask, where did you learn to make jewelry or was it just inherent, a creative spark inside of you? Yeah, it was something me and my friends started doing when we were like 15 teenagers. We would make like hemp bracelets and friendship bracelets, just hanging out and give them to each other and give them as gifts. And we did that for years and it just kind of evolved into, you know, something I love doing. And then I started selling them to friends and then doing little shows and stuff. So that is so beautiful. Have you always expressed your creativity through jewelry? Um, No, I actually started through painting, I would say. When I was like three, I was really into painting and drawing first. Um, And I still do that. That was definitely my first love. (laughs) I don't think I got into jewelry until my teen years. That's wonderful. Do you also sell your paintings or is that just something special for yourself? Um, Yeah, I actually sell my paintings too. Um, I have a couple actually up in a show at a gallery right now. That's incredible. So where do you find inspiration for your different jewelry designs? Um, Mostly from nature. Like as the seasons change, there's always so many different colors and I basically base my colors of my collections on like what I'm seeing around me at the time. So flowers, trees, the sky, leaves, um, sunsets. That is so awesome. I mean, I can tell when I look at your jewelry and friends, I will definitely make sure to link up everything that you can see that she has created because these pieces really are one of a kind and, and just so beautiful. Currently, do you have a favorite piece that you've recently designed? Um, Yeah, I really like these rainbow piece earrings that I made. They're like upcycled 60s copper peace sign stampings that were just copper. And then I painted them with patina metal paint Mm -hmm. um, with like a tie-dye rainbow kind of style. That's amazing. Okay, I might have to get my hands on those. I mean, you are on the rainbow. (laughs) That sounds amazing. I love it. So do you look, um, I think I I kind of know this a little bit because you had mentioned the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Do you look to the past to curate your collections, uh, a certain time period that you um, really gravitate towards? Yeah, definitely the 60s and 70s. Um, I just have always had an affinity for some reason towards that era. Like, I think I lived a past life back then. Yeah, you never know. I just love all the like hippie style and colorful bohemian stuff that came out then. It was like a golden era, I feel like. Yes, most definitely. So for anyone wanting to maybe take a similar path who is also a creative and they're just not sure where to get started, what would be your advice to someone? Um. I would just say to create some things, maybe like 10 to 20 things, and then just list list them on Etsy. That's how I started. Etsy is really easy to use. They have a huge customer base that's looking for handmade things. And I think that would go better than a website. Um, That's how I started like 10 plus years ago. And 
that was a pretty good start for me, I would say. <laughs> yes, most definitely. And then maybe um, like do some shows too. So do you do, uh, now I know you mentioned that you paint as well. So you do, um, are your shows separately or your jewelry and painting highlighted at the same places? Uh, how does that work? Um, yeah, so a couple galleries, I have like my jewelry and my paintings in and it shows um, sometimes I'll just have my jewelry. Sometimes I'll just have my handmade. Sometimes I'll have both my vintage and my handmade. If they only want handmade at a market, then I'll just have my handmade jewelry. And yeah. then I'll usually have like a my prints on the side, at least of my art prints also. Mm-hmm. Now I know your jewelry is on Etsy. Are your paintings also on Etsy? Yes. I have art prints and original paintings on there. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I'll make sure to link that up for everyone so that we can explore them and see them. And I mean, Christmas is right around the corner, isn't it? (laughs) Before we know it. So tell us something maybe about yourself that people might not know. Um, I actually played flute in band for nine years, and I was also in marching band for four years. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't guess that about me. I love that. (laughs) I have to say my son is in marching band. He's a senior in high school this year, plays the trumpet. So I am well-versed in marching band. I mean, I'm no one can see me at the moment unless you're watching the video, but I'm smiling from ear to ear because I love marching band. That's amazing. I love that you did that. Did you do competitions and everything? That's one of my favorite things to go see. Yeah, we were pretty good. We actually went to play a parade in Disneyland. Oh my gosh. So what high school was that? Um, It was Brookville Area High School in Pennsylvania. That's amazing. So you grew up in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. Well, I grew up in New yeah, Jersey, up- right across the river from you. <laughs> oh, okay. Awesome. That is very, very cool. Yeah. So do you still pick up the flute sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. Mostly for self-enjoyment, but it'd be cool to get back in a band someday. I love it. Well, that's the one of the most wonderful things that I love about a creative is that you often find, you know, someone someone might have a spotlight on a certain thing that they're doing, right? Your jewelry is what caught my eye. But then in talking to you, you paint and there's music and there's so many things. And I think that's really important for our listeners to know is that, you know, if you're creative, don't, um, don't sell yourself short with one thing, explore it all. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. You never know what you might be good at. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, very cool. That's cool that you all played in Disney. I love that. I love that. That's really awesome. So on your creative pursuit of all of these wonderful things that you explore how do you stay true to your art um I would say time and nature mostly just to like reconnect with the earth and everything like that's what my art and jewelry and everything is mostly about so just like nature walks and sitting by the river yeah soaking it all in um I was just gonna say it seems like you are are very um well you're very authentic And um, I love that you're very grounded and it seems you really know yourself and you're able to dip into um, really making sure you stay in a moment in the day so that you can really be inspired by just the beautiful world around you. Would you say that's true? Um, Yeah, I definitely am always like looking out the windows and trying to catch every beautiful moment that I can throughout the day. Hummingbirds, butterflies flying by sunsets, sunrises, 
leaves changing, like everything. So it gets me through life, I would say. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So do you have a favorite mantra or quote that you tell yourself sometimes to keep you inspired? Um, Yeah, I actually have it painted on my wall. It says, be a rainbow in someone else's cloud. It's a quote by Maya Angelou. Yeah, it just reminds me to like be a light in the world too and like use all my creativity to create as much beauty as I can every day. I love that. I absolutely love that. You really are such a big, beautiful heart. I knew you would be because I've been buying the jewelry and I'm like, I just love this jewelry. I have to know who is the person behind these beautiful creations because it was just hitting me on my heart. So you really are one big heart. I love it. I love it so much. And you keep saying rainbows. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell her to plug me today, but girl, you're plugging me. (laughs) I love rainbows. I do. Okay. I have to tell you listeners, I really, Heather and I have never met until today, even though I've been buying her jewelry off of Etsy and I had no idea how much she loved rainbows. So this feels like a kismet moment. Like universe was like, hi, bring these two rainbows together. (laughs) Today is an awesome, magical day. So speaking of rainbows, I like to think of rainbows really as blessings, um, really guiding us along the way. So What rainbows have you seen in your creative journey that perhaps you took note of to always help you to believe in yourself and your art? Well, one time I was in Montana camping and I woke up in the morning to like seven rainbows in a tunnel, which sounds unbelievable. I know it really happened. And just thinking back to that, like, it's so inspiring, reminds me like anything's possible and there's insane beauty out in this world. All I have to do is look out. Absolutely. That is, that's truly a miracle. I love that. That's amazing. And seven just happens to be my lucky number. So (laughs) wonderful. (laughs) I know. I know a lot of people will say seven's their lucky number. Might sound cliche, but it really, truly follows me around everywhere when I'm not looking. So it's really kind of cool that you said seven, seven rainbows. Love it. (laughs) So my biggest question of them all, because I know the listeners are dying to know, where can we connect with you online to purchase your jewelry or your art? So the best place is Etsy, um, etsy.com slash Heatherstone Jewelry. They wouldn't let me change it to Stone Vintage yet. Um, And then I have my website, www.stonevintage.co. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. So on those other uh, social media outlets that you mentioned, is that under Stone Vintage, your store, or is that under Heather Stone? Or could we just Google either? Um, I think you could Google either, but my Pinterest is under Heather Stone, My Facebook is Stone Vintage and my Instagram, I have two Instagrams, Stone Vintage and Heather Stone Jewelry. Okay, absolutely wonderful. Well, with the last name Stone, which is so cool with all of your jewelry, 
There's no doubt we're ever going to forget you. This is amazing. And like I said, my friends, I will link all of that up on the podcast show notes today. So you can definitely grab something for yourself or for a friend because we know Christmas is just right around the corner. Birthdays are all year long. So Heather, I just have to tell you, thank you so much for being a part of the rainbow today. You are just shining so bright, and I can't thank you enough for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, you are so welcome, and you can be sure that I'm going to be buying some more pieces of jewelry. I've got to check out all the rainbows now. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Have a beautiful day, and I hope that it is blessed with so many rainbows. Thanks, you too. Oh my goodness, my friends, is Heather just not the absolute sweetest soul? We need more art and love in this world, and it truly is what unites us in rainbows. And Heather, you are truly doing that with all of your heart. Don't forget to check out all of Heather Stone's unique and gorgeous jewelry, as well as her paintings, which I have linked up to all of her stone vintage shops on the show notes of this podcast today to make it really easy for you to purchase something for yourself or for a friend during this incredible holiday season or anytime. Don't forget to treat yourself. I know I can't wait to check out the rainbow earrings she mentioned. Finders keepers, I call dibs. Supporting small businesses is what it's all about and you're always going to find the quality and the unique craftsmanship of -of one-of-a-kind pieces that you're looking for when you do just that. Have a blessed and beautiful day, my friends. And remember, the rainbows, well, they are all around you. You just have to open up your heart to see them. I'll see you next time on Finding Rainbows. Meet me on my Instagram page at Finding Rainbows, the podcast, where you'll find more inspiration to feed your soul. And while you're there, join my Rainbow Connection. It's an insider's club where you'll receive inspirational quotes to your inbox each week from me and VIP opportunities, giveaways, I love a freebie, live webinars, and so much more. Remember, you are a light to this world. Shine bright, my friends. I'll see you next time on Finding Rainbows.